Hi everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another Creators Exchange. We are here again. So excited to have y'all here. Let you guys load on for a bit. I'm so excited for today's conversation because today we have China Miss Doll House Pretty, who is a boss woman, so much woman. Um, she is the owner of Doll House Cosmetics and she's a speaker. And I hope y'all brought y'all pen and paper because I know she's going to be dropping the gems today because that's what she does best. Oh, it looks like she's here. Let's let's get her on in. Let's see. Oh, sorry. Y'all looking at my wall. <laughs> my window. Let's see if she is here. that you decided to come on when you said yes i'm like yes of um, course i'm so happy that you're here how are you doing how have you been i'm good how are you doing i'm doing amazing i'm doing amazing um you know quarantine life just maximizing my time and i know making sure i come out on the other side amazing how about you i'm doing good i'm doing good I'm, um i just bought my first house congratulations i saw Thank that so congratulations is it in new york name? still yeah, it's in New Jersey. Okay, okay, nice. So I'm still trying to transition from my apartment, our apartment to, it's a lot of work. And I'm a mom of two. Yes. So it's like, I'm just trying to get everything together. Trying to balance it all out. Yeah, it's not It's not easy. It's, 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 it's challenging. It can be challenging sometimes, you know? Yes. But, but you, have, is, you, you have someone to help you, though. You're not doing this alone, yeah. right? Um, absolutely amazing and i have a really really like my support system is really good like my mom mm -hmm. is like a major major role in my life in my everyday life my business life my personal life with my children like if it wasn't for my mother i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know if i would be able to even do half of the things i'm able to do because my kids are like the most important factor in my life yeah, of course so if i don't have that i don't let anybody watch my kids or things like that so it's it it is it is really a beautiful thing when you know your kids are safe and you know your kids are taken care of when they're with your your parent, you know? Right. So I think I was able to get so much done in my life because of that. Because I was a mom at a young age. I was a mom at nineteen. Yeah, I was, so, I was just about to say, like, tell us tell us your story before we get into everything so at least people know who you are and and where you come from. Yeah, so I'm from um I'm from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. For the people that is not familiar. Um I became a mom when I was 19. Um, I've always been like very, very, I've always been a go-getter. I've always been very like excited for life. Like I was from, I'm from the hood and I, and I always felt like it was so much more yeah. than just that. Like I just had this, this vision of all this great life that was out there. And I was just like, I'm going to get it. And my mom always allowed me to be, a dreamer and always allow me to have this vision that I wanted for my life. 
Um, but through it all, like in my journey, I had a lot of obstacles. And that's why I always speak out. And I like to speak about my story because I know that in this fake world sometimes, it's almost like as if you don't go through hurdles. Like right. a lot of people take... A lot of people take negative things or flaws as a sign to not go. And it's like, no, that's a more sign to go because without any obstacles, you won't realize how undefeated you are. Right. If you don't go through anything. Right. So I just I just think about if my if I was if I was the type of person that never been through anything or wasn't a survivor, I don't think I would be able to sustain the things that I've had and not be a quitter because I would have never, I didn't, I don't have a story. I, right. I, I never experienced anything. So of course, um, when I was younger, I had two things I wanted to do in my life. I wanted to be an entertainment lawyer or I wanted to have my own cosmetics company and, um, as and a makeup artist, um, through my journey, I didn't become a lawyer, unfortunately, because I got pregnant with my son and my life took a different plan for me. Um, but it's crazy because that wasn't my destiny. To be a lawyer, my destiny, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't my destiny because I, I, I know that what God calls you to be, you will be. You will be. Like, I, right. I say to people all the time, like, there's no reason to even make plans. I know it sounds crazy, but God has his own plan. Like, you make a plan and God is like, nope, that's not what I have for you. There's yeah. something totally different. So I kind of like, realized that God had a different plan for me and my son was a staple part of my life because he made me very 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 strong he made me because made once you I go became harder a mother, and grind more yes once I became a mother there was this thing where I said my son will have the best life possible because I knew that I didn't want his circumstances to be victimized because he's black you know right so it was scary it was it was a lot of love it was a lot of different emotions but i knew i had to take control over our life and i remember saying to my mom like i'm gonna make it like i'm gonna we're gonna be good like just believe and i got i got us you know and no lie mayor like i literally fought my way to the top and yeah. I didn't have to. I didn't have to go against my integrity. I didn't have to compromise. Just pure putting in the legwork. Just putting in the legwork. Yes. yes do you absolutely. feel like? Do you feel like the foundation of having your mom there as such a strong support system um, is the reason why you were able to have confidence enough to work hard the way you did? Do you think that yeah. all stems from from home when you were young? Did your mom instill working hard in you, or where did that absolutely. come from? That grit? Absolutely. My mom was very like. My mom, like, we lived, like, so I'm from Brooklyn, and, like, I lived in a neighborhood where, you know, it was, it was tough. It was, like, yeah. you know, you can get your own neighbor, you grow up with your neighbor, and your neighbor take your life, you know? That's where I'm from. And um, my mother always made us, me and my sister, like, she would always let us know that we, we bigger than this environment. We're bigger than this. We're, it's not that we're better, we're bigger than this. Bigger, Yeah. This is just a stepping stone. This is just where our conditions of what we in right now, but that doesn't define who we are. So I never took in that environment and thought that that was the end. She always told me like, nobody owes you anything. You got to get up and work for anything you want. 
And she made me like very, very powerful. Like, cause my mom is like a very nonchalant, like she's a very like stern person. Stern. She's very stern. She's very by the book. She's very much um real. She's um she's not a bullshitter. She's very like straightforward. So right. she helped me build my character with my aesthetic of like how I was going to navigate in my life. And my mother was like my healer. My mother was like, if there was anything happening, I can go to my mother. And I think that in order for us to get to our true purpose and to, to really um, navigate in our greatness is we have to have people in our life that is for us completely. For and us even completely, yeah. some people, people, unfortunately, some people don't even have their mother or father who genuinely care right you know which is sad yeah yeah so i feel like beyond blessed because the type of mother i have honestly yeah that's that's really a blessing because it's like where did all that passion come from all this passion that you have and that grit and that grind and that hustle and it's like and that's one of the things that i admire about you when you speak you're oh, so you. passionate and you have a story to tell and you want people to hear this story in hopes that it can change their lives as well you know when when did you realize that okay i have something to say and i want people to hear my story were you always this outspoken or were you always this outspoken and like yeah you know yeah you were always like that i didn't even know that yeah okay i'm gonna clean it i didn't even know so i mean like literally eight nine years old my aunts and my family would be like this girl is like i, I never on forget. fire I know, <laughs> yes i don't know you guys i know you guys probably seen of course um, what love's got to do with, with Tina Turner? And remember when in the beginning of the movie she was singing in the church? Yeah. And she was very, very loud and they had took her out. So I always been very, very big personality, very intuitive, very like wanna know what's going on. Um, I've always been like so sure of myself. Like I just I don't know. I just even in public school, I would tell my teachers like Where does that confidence oh, come from? It is so, I, like, it's so crazy. Like, I just, I think it's my mother just literally yeah. telling us how great we are, how From amazing jump. we yeah. are. My grandmother just telling me how beautiful chocolate girl I am. Like, just always really installing that in me and telling me that. And I remember being in, like, sixth grade. And I had a teacher. And he was teaching a lesson, but he was wrong. He was wrong. <laughs> he had the facts wrong. And I knew the facts. And I was like, hey, you're not, this is not true. And he was so angry with me. He was like, oh, you need to get out of my class. And I wasn't disrespectful, but I was like, you're giving the wrong information. I always had this discernment, like in my, yeah. in my mind. I've always knew how to decipher. Like people couldn't just tell me anything. They were like, I, like, I literally would be like, to tell, it would be like me and my friends, we young and we have somebody coming with a, a, a bullshit story. And mm -hmm. I'll be like, do not listen to them. Do not, mm-mm. It's not good. Even like, yeah. Even like I used to model, right? And then like I like I used to model and stuff like that. And I always like me and my mom were just having this conversation. I was like, how did I know about opportunity? Like Jay Jennifer Lopez was looking for models for her clothing brand at the time. And they was having this big event in Macy's. And I told my mom, I'm like, so clearly I'm not gonna get paid because I'm chocolate. I have a certain look. She's looking for a certain look. However, there is going to be a lot of scouts there. Someone right. is gonna see me. So right. it's not about me getting on the stage with JLo. It's about the connections and the network I can make. Mind you, I'm like 16. Yeah. I'm like 16. Girl, I go, 
guess what? I meet all type of people, all type of scouting agents, all type of stuff. My mom was looking at me like, how did you know that? How, like, even like agencies, my mom took me to agencies, they asked for all this money. I'm like, mom, no, we're not paying. They're lying. Mm -mm. This is fake. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not real. Like, and I'm like 16 and I knew. And my mom always told me, she said, oh, you have that sermon. You have it. Uh, that anointing on your life. Yeah, yeah. On your life. I'm telling you. And it's just like, now I think the reason why I can touch so many people now, because I know how to navigate in it. See, I wasn't sure of it back then. I wasn't sure of myself. I, I was still looking for acceptance. I was still impressionable. I was still letting people hold me for my greatness. I was still letting right. people minimize me. I was still letting people get me for half and, and, you know, and not allowing me to soar like the way I was supposed to. So that's why now I'm breaking down doors because I'm alive. I'm free. You know, I'm able to live and my life. And did this discernment you know? and this power that you have, do you feel like it stemmed from your relationship with God? Absolutely. And, See, and God how did you strengthen that relationship? Yes. He is, God has always been the focal in my life because um, he's always, always drew signs in my life. He's always, like when I tell you, I mean, like my story, like the stuff that I've survived been through, yeah, been through, yeah. Um, I came out always a, a victor. That's nothing but God. You can't come out a victor for no reason. Yeah. You know, there was times that I didn't even know what I was going to do. Like literally, I didn't have the answers, but God did, and I trust Him, and I put it in God's hands. I always yeah. say, God, I'm gonna put it in your hands. I, I, when there's when God is into play, there's no confusion. So when I'm confused and when things is all over the place, I know that God is not in that. So right. I, I step And you're out of alignment, say, yeah. Absolutely. I always say, I want what God wants for me. Yeah. If something didn't work out, he didn't want that for me because if he did, I would have it. Exactly. So I get straight to the point. I get straight to the point. No, no, no chaser. Straight to it. Yeah, and whatever has your name on it can't be taken away from you either. Absolutely. Oh, God, China, you already getting, on, getting this on the road right now. <laughs> But I was so excited when you asked me to do this because I admire you so much, you know? Oh, my God. That means a lot yeah. coming from you because I admire you as well. Like, literally, when this quarantine started is when I started doing my lives. Like, I never got on live before. And, like, I used, wow. to, watch, like, you and, I used to watch you and Milan get on live all the time. And I'm just like, <laughs> even by yourself, like, how y'all just get in this, this talk? Like, right, right, you, right. Like, what's the topic? You just start going and then engage with people. But these conversations are what is what keeps me inspired in this time you know what i mean um and i didn't really know what i was doing in the beginning but now i'm starting to find purpose in it and i'm just so glad to have you one of like the greatest speakers i feel like of our generation on the platform um just sharing your story because it's beautiful and i remember in fashion week when i met you um when i was you know with milan you were talking about um how you started how you started dollhouse pretty cosmetics mm -hmm. and you were talking about how you had your um, your studio before, and where, where was it? Was it in Harlem? Yeah, it was. It was. It was in Brooklyn. So, like, and I literally tell us about that because that the first one you had, it didn't work out or it got burned down, and then there was a new. Like, tell us about yeah. your story with that because I thought that so was the so first, original. So the first store, first of all, like I literally used to be doing my makeup and having my products in my mother's kitchen. Okay. Let's be very clear. Um, in my mother's kitchen, 
I used to have a certain selective clients come to my mother's house who I trusted and I would sell my products to them and stuff like that. And um, I had worked, I was working like in another salon and I was renting like a booth there. And the energy was really off. It was really bad. It was not, it was a negative environment. And I remember every day coming there and just sad. I was sad every single day because it was like these women were really negative. They were really angry with me. They wouldn't, I felt like I couldn't even be myself. And um, I remember the last day that I was working there, I was like, I had brought a candle. And I had brought a candle because I said, the energy is needs to be shifted. There needs to be a shift somewhere. And I had brought a candle in there and I had lit the candle and I was with a client and the owner, friend, wanted to have a physical fight with me. Like she wanted to fight me. And I remember thinking, God, what is the lesson here? What is the lesson? So let me give y'all a little thing about why people is going to play a role in your life and why they need to disappoint you, why they God need them to hate on you, why God need them to talk about you is because it's all in the greater purpose of you. So yeah. here it is. I'm doing so well. I'm so comfortable in this woman's store and she's negative. She's, she has her own issues she's dealing with. Um, she's trying to self-sabotage me. All these things, right? The other women there, I realized what God was trying to show me because God knew that I was going to open up a store down the block without me even knowing. He mm. knew that I was going to be a boss one day and I needed to know what kind of boss I didn't want to be, right? So, so you had to go through that, me, yeah. Exactly. He had me experience these things, right? Because now he said, you are going to be worldly. And you're going to have to know how to navigate with women. And you're going to have to be genuine with women. So I've seen these women and said, I don't want to be like them. He put it right in front of me of what I didn't want to be. So my last day there, they was, they like concocted this plan to get me out. And it was the best thing they ever did. Do you understand that I know? that every day they look back and say, maybe if we wouldn't have concocted drama and got her out, she wouldn't even be as big as she is. Because had I, I would have had not had the confidence yet. Yeah, Comfortability yeah. yeah. will make you stay. Yeah. I was comfortable. I was, I was secure. Had they not did that to me, I wouldn't have got a store down the block and had it for almost 10 years and had the most success ever, made millions of dollars. You understand what I'm saying? So that was on their hands because they they was so negative that I had to move forward. It pushed me faster. Yeah. It made me go harder because I had to I had to I had to be there for my clients. I had to I had to keep moving. So I opened up my store and let me tell you something. It was the most unbelievable feeling I ever felt because not just that I opened a store up it's because I was going to employ my community. I was going to give employment to people that look like me. When brown babies walk into that store and they see a black woman own it, that is yeah. something that gives us a different They feel like company. they can do it as well. Because I come from a place, the only people that own something is the Chinaman inside the Chinese restaurant, the bodegas. I don't really have that we didn't really have anybody that represent us, you know? We so, are blocking negativity from this live. Thank you, Lord. It's um, nothing but positivity yeah, we on here. I think um, you see the same person I see. Yeah, I yeah, just blocked her. 
Um, okay. Keep going. Sorry about that. <laughs> but there's a lesson. There's a lesson in being comfortable, right? Being comfortable yeah. and stagnant is the devil. It's deadly. And you cannot get stuck in that place because you will yeah. not grow. And you will not be able to see what God truly has for you if you want to be comfortable. You I know, feel. when I'm uncomfortable, when I feel like, oh, I'm, I'm nervous, I'm, I'm not scared, but like I'm uncomfortable, I know I'm, I'm doing something right. You know, mm. when I'm too comfortable, that's when I'm like, okay, no, something else got to give. This is not where I need to be because I don't feel like I'm growing. I don't feel like I'm being stretched, you know? Absolutely. And there's a there's there's definitely power in being stretched and you have to be open and willing to to mm. um to lean into that, to lean into that feeling because that's going to take you to new heights, new levels and and new experiences. So keep going. Absolutely. You you were talking, yeah. And as I as I when I you know, it was by accident. It wasn't even intentional. I literally drove down the block and seen a for sign and went for it. And when I got that store, you know, it was really, uh, it was really the, it was like the confirmation from God that everything that I ever wanted, everything that I worked so hard for was coming to fruition. And it was something that I was proud of because this is something I always wanted to do my whole life. And yeah. to let my mom see me, my little sister, my family, my friends, my community, you know, yeah. it was it was the, it was the reality. It was the beginning of everything that I was going to be. So as as I was in my business, I then then I became sad because what started to happen was it wasn't it wasn't received the way I thought it would. I was successful, but I had got the negativity, like the who she thinks she is, and oh, you know, now I was exposed to what it is that we do as a culture. Yeah, instead of uplifting that people, yeah. Before that, I knew that we were jealous, and I knew that we didn't, you know, stick together, but I really didn't understand what happens when we are actually owners and what happens when we do something that's not the norm. And the norm is, ten year, almost 10 years ago, is not a black girl owning a beauty bar. They didn't even know what that was. That was not something that was supposed to be obtainable. So I got blacklash, and it was... It was it was very sad. It was very sad. But by your own community, here was the beauty in it. God knew again that I would be a motivational speaker. He knew that I would be someone that was going to speak to the world. So he had me experience certain things so I can be able to heal and I can be able to teach and enlighten. And I, you know, in that journey. Amira, I mean, I literally, I had women boycott my business. I had women that looked like me tell me that I wasn't worthy of charging $15 for a lipstick or I wasn't worthy of um, feeling like I deserve this spot, you know? And I remember saying to myself, like, we're going to fight that narrative. We're going to change that narrative because the one thing that meant more to me than anything was employing my community, and I did that. Yeah, I gave my community opportunity. I gave black although women. they were backlashing you, backlashing you, and speaking bad on your name and your business. You helped them still, absolutely. And that's why you'll always be blessed, you know. Because despite what they were doing to try to bring you down, you were on the other end trying to lift them up in the midst yeah. of everything they were doing. I'm sure that was hurtful. I'm sure that was kind of confusing absolutely. at the time. And you just mm -hmm. like, yeah, you just I went through you, so many different emotions. Yeah, At that one time, one part, one one part of my career, I began to turn into like a robot. I was like, I, I became like not really like numb, 
and I became overly defensive. That's why sometimes I sit back and I'll look like some certain celebrities, they have a moment where they didn't understand a comment. And I say to myself, I say, they didn't understand it because when you get attacked so much, you build up a wall. Yeah. And you're, you build this wall up and immediately you're trying to protect yourself. So even if someone is not, it, it's so familiar. Wordplay is so familiar. Things people say are so familiar. So it'll get you to get in a place of like, wait, what do you mean? No, I'm not this. You know, you get to try to defend and try to protect. But here's the thing I learned is that God is going to protect your name. Regardless. You don't got to go in and doing the work because God is going to protect your name because guess what? He going to have the enemy have to hear people speak so highly of you. So you don't need to go out and do that work. Yeah. You remain obedient. You remain in your greatness. You remain in your presence and allow them because what me reading the four agreements, I realized that we can't take it personal, Mary. Like these, a lot of people don't even understand why they do what they do. And especially in our culture, our culture, we have been broken down systematically. We have been lied to. We have been um, deprived. And we've been taught survival. I keep telling people is that we cannot base our experiences and off of how the way we react because we have not reacted off love. We reacted off of survival. And if yeah. you put someone in a survival state, all you know how to do is try to uh, sustain, try to live. You know, we haven't really lived. We haven't really been able to love. We under so, so much conditions and attack that we do. what do we do? What do right. we do? What do you do? You know, and I mm -hmm. had to learn that about myself is that it's bigger than me. It's yeah. bigger than me. Yeah. It's bigger Especially than when people are gr grow up this way, you know, they, it's, it stems from being a baby, you know, how yeah. you're your um, household and how you're raised and all of that. So sometimes you can't even blame people. But when you get to a certain age, when you're able to decipher right from wrong, you know what I mean? And you still decide to, to put out negativity and be, and be mean and just bring people down. Like those are your own insecurities. And then that's Absolutely. the point where you can't even, you can't even blame those people. You just got to pray for them, you know, but Absolutely. In, in the midst of all those things that you have gone through to like help bring you where you are today, like how do you, reset your mind daily to just stay on a positive um track because us being creatives and entrepreneurs and i mean there there are days where it gets rough you know so how do you battle against like doubt or stress or anxiety or just constantly resetting your mind daily to just stay on the positive track you know can you get some tips on that yes i'm always constantly constantly in prayer prayer mm -hmm. is number one yeah. you have to build that personal relationship with god you have to yeah. be able to be silent enough to hear him, um, always doing self-awareness, like self-reflect, accountability, write down your things that you, write down, a lot of, like, sometimes writing things down is therapeutic. Like, I feel like when you write, you actually receive. So yeah. every day I'm constantly telling myself that, you know, it's, it's bigger than me. It's, it's, it's God's plan. You know, the other day I had a long day, you know, things was going on with plumbing at my new home. My, my children, my daughter, allergies is all over the place. I'm, I'm, I'm on Zoom meetings. And then I had to realize that it's bigger than me. This is so necessary because I have to work this hard because I have to pave the way for the next black queen, the next brown girl that's coming behind me. I want to make it easier for her. Right. And I, I need her to be able to navigate in hers. So this is why I decided to be transparent. This is why I decided to tell my story. I didn't want to tell my story naturally. I told my story because I want to save someone's life. 
because I know that there was days in my life, Mary, that I did not, I didn't even want to, like, I, I didn't want to hurt myself, but pain was so unbearable. I mean, those pains that you feel like your heart is hurting, literally. I've been yeah. there. Yeah. And I, I, I knew how important in that process to have love around you. Because when you are not feeling good about yourself, when you are not feeling secure about yourself, when you are not feeling at your best, you need people to remind you. You need genuine souls. You need people with no hidden agendas. You need people that's yeah. coming with praise. You need people to lift you up and lead you. That's why it's so important for us to keep leaders around us and not as much followers. Because followers are going to be people that's not going to be know what to do when you cannot lead. Yeah. When you are in poor judgment, I have to keep leaders around me. That's what Milan is an asset in my life because she's a leader. Yeah. When I'm not able to lead, Amira, I need Milan to jump in and say, China, hey, I need you to come back to your reality because yeah. I need to know, I need you to remember why you started. I and who you my, are. Yeah. I look at my children and I have to be the change in the world because my kids is growing up in the world. I have to. I have to be a woman of my word. I have to be a woman of integrity. I have to speak for people that look like me because I'm raising a black man. I'm raising Ooh. a black woman. And there's power. That's power in itself. My son is a black man. He already has a negative on his life. He already is a statistic to people and not on my watch. He will not be. He will not die in them streets. He will be everything that he wants to be he will get everything that his heart desires my yes, daughter yes. will live her life she will not have to suffer to find love i have took all that suffering i have endured all that pain so that my children can live a fulfilling life they can really live they don't have to live off surviving because mommy survived for them so it's exactly. bigger than just makeup it's bigger than just social media and we really we really got black babies that's dying in these streets we really got black little girls that don't feel beautiful like this is real you know just because of what we look like so when i when i speak i'm speaking because guess what everybody else attacks us we have to come together this yeah. is a dying time quarantine didn't happen by accident this is god saying that he wants his people to get to know themselves again he wants to to you speak to about it china speak about it reach out to each other you understand what i'm saying it's bigger than us it's yeah. bigger than oh you want quarantine it's bigger than that it's bigger, it's bigger than bigger quarantine than yeah we're about to walk into a whole new world a whole new world and we had to get god had to get everybody's attention at once you know this is the one time where there's no ego involved. Like we're all on the same level, you know what I mean? At this point and, and dealing with the same thing. And it's really, perspective is really everything. So it's what we make of it. So that's why in quarantine, like despite all the bad stuff that's going on in the world, people dropping like flies every day. I mean, what are you going to do to be the change? What are you what going are to, you to do to be the voice? You know what I mean? What are you going to do differently? Because that old life we used to live before quarantine, that's no longer a thing. Absolutely. You know, it's about this day forward. So, wow. Wow. Um, can you speak to some of the things that you deal with or as a black woman in this industry of beauty, fashion? Um, what are some things that you deal with as a, as a black woman? Because we deal with stuff as women, but as a black woman. As a, as a black woman, it's super harder because I think for a black woman, you got to be extra smart, extra cute, extra witty, 
Work extra hard. Make no mistakes. Work extra hard. Um, you almost, if you are, if you are powerful, you are considered aggressive. If you are strong, you are considered bitter. If you are, you know, you don't take any shit. You consider it difficult to work with. No, I yeah. just know who I am. I know what I'm worth. And I will not. I, I said a quote. We were meant, Mira, to think we're small. Like, I was guilty of thinking I'm a lot when we are born to think we're small. We and have we're, we're meant told, to play small. We were trained to play small. Yeah. We are told that you can't be that great. You can't be that great, China. Mira, you can't, you can't be that great. And for me, it's like, especially in the beauty industry is that I created a makeup line because not because it was popular. I didn't, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't create a makeup line because I wanted to be rich. I created a makeup line because they made black girls feel like we wasn't existent. I, I worked for Chanel. I worked for Mac. I worked for Lancome. I worked for Estee Lauder. I worked for all these companies and 15 years ago, hate to say, make my show my age, but no, they were making it seem like women that look like me, we're not the the we were not in the numbers. Yeah. Because again, I'm in the beauty industry. I know the numbers. And and when you go to chemists and you work with these big numbers, they saying black women are not buying makeup. Black women are just not marketable. Black women are just not, you know, no, you know, we just can't make those numbers that high because black women are not buying it. And here I am saying I'm not compromising my product. You're gonna make a product that's not just red because not every black woman is red. Not everybody. Right. It was bigger than that. It was creating something that black woman can feel luxury. Black woman can feel beautiful. I wanted to put a store. People ask me why did I put my first store in the middle of Best Stop Brooklyn? You know why? It's because why do we have to leave our communities to feel luxury? To feel why luxury. It could be right in our own state. Yeah. No. Yeah. I wanted them to see that they were worthy to have champagne at their hands. I wanted them to know they were worthy to have someone greet them at the door. Hello, beautiful. How can I help you today? Because we've been treated so bad. We've been treated like as if we're thieves and we're liars and all, that's all we do. No. So guess what? I put a store in my community because I wanted my people to see that store and know that we did it. That's a win for all of us. Because when I win, you win, Amira. When you win, I win. Yeah. When, yeah. when when we all win. Because that is what our ancestors fought for. Because one, yeah. the closer we get to that is that we didn't die for no reason. So every time I see a black woman, a black man, beat the odds that was set against them, I, I smell. That's another door smell. that's open for us. Yeah. Absolutely. Because guess what? We wasn't supposed to be nothing. We wasn't supposed to be nothing. They wanted us to be nothing. We were supposed to not make it. Yeah, they we continue to take, to take, take from us for their benefit. Absolutely. 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 Because you know why? Because black is cool and black is cute until you actually black. <laughs> yeah, then you really know what we're going through. Right. It's crazy. They want what we have, but they don't want to be us. You. That's what was so amazing to me, Jamie, because I feel like you my uh Lauren Hill and Naomi Campbell mixed together and just so beautiful so beautiful and you so like unapologetically you I love thank that thank you thank I you I love that thank you I so much and, and like and, and like you say I'm working every day to to beat the odds and beat the statistics you know what I mean and and no I'm not just a stylist you know what I mean I don't just right. get people dressed there's more to me there's more to what I want to share with the world and the impact I want to have on the world and 
and being able to speak about it. This is a start, you know what I mean? Like being able to speak publicly about about um, what I do and how I connect with humans and how we can lift each other up and empower one another and send some a message out there to know that people are not alone. We can do this together. You know, we can do this together and we can and we can fulfill our dreams. Absolutely. We can fulfill our dreams. What's the um, difference between dreaming and wishing to you? I think wishing is like you still in a place of not really truly believing. Like, I wish this happens. I wish this happens. Yeah. Like, it's almost like as if it's just a wish. So I really can't. But a dream, you can act on it. Yeah. A dream is something you're actually visualizing. You can see it. And all you got to do is put action behind it. Because what is God, God can't work if you don't put no action behind it. God is yeah. going to do it. He's going to pull you through. But you got to put action behind it. You know, yeah. they said comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. The comparison is the thief of joy. Stop comparing yourself to people. Your story is not theirs. And, and, and when you compare, you're, you're, you're stealing the joy from yourself. You're stealing it. You're taking it away. You're pulling it from yourself. Yeah. Try not to and it's almost a slap in the face to God. Like, he didn't make you good enough. He didn't create exactly. you good enough. And I feel like when God shows you what he can do for other people, that's just him adding to his portfolio to really show, like, it could happen for you, too, if not better. It's a Rolodex. It's, it's a Rolodex. Rolodex. I call it the portfolio, the Rolodex. Yeah. Remember her from your neighborhood? Remember yeah. your auntie that couldn't, didn't know where her life was going to turn out and she pulled through? Yeah. Remember, like, he's reminding us of reminding everything you. that we thought we couldn't survive. I tell people this all the time. I remember, I know we all said this. I don't know if I could do it. And you did yeah. it. Yeah. Give yourself another day. That moment in your life doesn't define who you are. Today could be the worst day of your life, but it doesn't define Ooh. who you are. Able to start another day. That's how, that's how God's grace is so good. And you can't think that you're going to get blessings if you have no burdens and because they go hand to hand. So I count my burdens too. Because without my burdens, I couldn't understand my blessings. Mm. This is why I'm able to understand my blessings of my life because my burdens hit hard. And when my burdens hit hard, I didn't feel like God gave up on me. I just knew that he was reminding me that it's real. So when I did get my blessings, I'll be able to understand that I will have real joy in the morning. And I have joy yeah. in the morning. Yeah. You know? That's, that's, that's real shit. That's real shit. And it's like your dream has to be connected to helping others as well. Your dream, you can't just have a dream for you. Like, yeah, no, because your gift don't make room for you. Yeah, your gift don't make room for you. Like you keep, like you've been saying this entire conversation. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. So how can you, how can you help others? How can your dream service others? What impact can you make in the world? What change can you make in the world? You know, and you have to be before you can do in order to have. You have to already embody what it is that you want in order to even bring it to life and manifest it. You know. Absolutely. So did you ever have any um? spiritual leaders or life coaches or anything like that um, to help guide you or honestly td jake sarah jakes um lisa nichols uh my mom um yeah my a pastor that i used to attend his church pastor bernard um mm. so many people play major parts in my life um because my cousin he's in prison my cousin been in prison for almost 20 something years my cousin's spirit is like as if he's still outside having the sun set on him he has um That's he beautiful. has he has helped me navigate because my my cousin told me one day because I'm very passionate as you as you guys can see 
And I didn't even know that that was my passion. I, I didn't even know, like, I, I, you know, I didn't understand it. Like, a lot of people envied me because I knew what I wanted to be. And I'm like, wow, don't everybody And they're know? still confused. I didn't even know how powerful it was, the fact that I was so sure of myself. I always knew who I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. And when, you know, I would think that it came natural. And I know that this is why the world is so corrupted, because there's lack of passion. There's no right. passion. People are just lost. People don't know who they are. People are searching every day and trying to figure it out. And that's where the sadness comes. And I remember one day my cousin saying to me, because I was so angry, I had got upset. I'm saying, my people, why my people can't see it? Why my people don't understand? And we got to get it now. And, and my cousin said to me, he said, either you're going to understand your people conditions or you're going to be upset. Mm. Because it's going to stop your course. If you get upset, you won't be able to give them all that you got to give them. And Right. When he said that to me, it changed my life because I realized that when you understand the conditions of your people, you are no longer upset with them. You are no longer upset with them because when I have passion for them. the conditions of my people, Mira, I, I'm a type of person I tell my friends, don't even call me about certain things that happen because it it takes over me all day. I, I you know, Aubrey, what happened to the young man in Georgia? I cried. Yeah. Because here I am, Amira, here I am. I moved into the suburbs, I bought a house, and we are not safe there because at the end of the day, you leave your community because your community will kill you if you're still there. And then you go into these communities where they don't look like you and, they, and they'll kill you. So then what really are we working for? Because now for, the reality right. of it is the day I went to my house and these neighbors were outside and they introducing themselves and saying, hello, how are you? I'm looking at them with the side eye because they just killed a hundred of black men down. And I have a son that's tall and handsome and strong and brown and black and powerful so automatically he's a target and here i am bust my ass every single day to buy a property in a community that might judge us one day <laughs> when we just too black or when they just uncomfortable mm. or when we just look too suspicious but then i can't go back to where i'm from because i'm a target because i made it out and i look so it's like, like I what do you do right the so way are we safe what right. do we do I, I, I'm still trying to figure that part out. Yeah. Well, I think you're, I think you're doing well. I think you're doing what you feel like you're called to be doing and you're going where God is leading you. So I think you're right where you need to be. You know what I mean? And in terms of like the conditioning of our people, that's going to take, that's, that's, we can't, it can't leave up to us. That's going to take our kids, kids, you know what I mean? To still try to figure that out generations, but we can start at least trying to, um, resolve that in some in some yeah. way it's 2020 and we're still dealing with things that have happened like a century two centuries ago you know absolutely so because the willie lynn syndrome the willie lynn syndrome he said take the dark against the light you put the tall against the short you put the fat against the slim and he said if we continue to do this we will have slaves hundreds and centuries of years as long as you do that, you will keep black people down. And when I look, when I'm looking now, we still comparing complexions. We still comparing body types. We still, everything that he says. So we are still mentally enslaved. Mm -hmm. We are still mentally broken. We are still, and if you think generational curses are not real, if you think that hmm. is not something, a thing, it is. It's it so is. much. It's very much a thing. It's very much a it thing. It is. And when and when it's up to people like you or people like me that are trying to break it, 
we deal with it the most. We deal with it the hardest, Absolutely. you know, because it's generations on generations on generations. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's not going to be just up to us, but our kids that's going to have to continue and try to break it, you know, to create Absolutely. a new normal for our people. And that takes everyone understanding that and doing it as a people versus just one person here, one person there, you know. But what can we do? Let me say, I want to leave with this little nugget. When yeah. I was um, cyber, the weekend, like um, Black Friday and stuff like that, let me tell you, right? I had so many people that loved me, that wrote me, and that was calling me and saying, Chinese, you're going to make a million dollars. You're going to make a million dollars. You're going to make a million dollars. And I didn't believe it. I was lying. I was saying to them, I'm, yeah, I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm going to make a million dollars. And I didn't believe it. And I wrote in my notes, I said, I'm going to make, uh, I think I said I'm going to make 200000 or something like that. I wrote these food goals down. But everybody, my friends that love me, they were rooting for me, my mother, my man. And I didn't believe it. And I'm, I'm going to leave with this is that on Black Friday at 12 o'clock, we was watching Queen and Slim in the movie theater. We were like the only ones there because that was thank that was Thanksgiving and we were so Thanksgiving, watching. Yeah. And my kids was with my mom, so we went and my phone was going off like crazy. My sales was going and I made like forty thousand dollars on that on that day, right? But Monday came, wow. the whole weekend was insane. The whole weekend was amazing. But Monday came and it's our time. It was just like this hour that I made a hundred and nine thousand dollars in that hour. And you know what that was? God gave me confirmation. He let me make that money because he wanted to show me if I would have believed I could make the million, I would have made the million. You would have made the million. But he gave me confirmation to come back next year and make the million in the hour or maybe make yeah. the million because yeah. I didn't believe it. And what you will believe, you will manifest it. You will speak it. And you, you wrote down you your goal, it. what you wanted. So that's what you made. And you believe it is yours. Yeah. You believe it is yours. I didn't believe it. Everybody else believed it. I didn't believe it. And that's why I didn't do it. And God said, I'm going to give you confirmation, though. I'm going to give you confirmation. He let, me, he let me be successful. He let me have a wow factor. He let me be able to tell my story and get somebody to keep going. But he didn't let me make that million because he said, you didn't believe enough. I will believe next year. I'm ready, God. I'm ready for you. But actually, I'm ready for him right now. He has, he has transitioned my life so much. My life is my alignment. This is alignment. This is a line right here. This, it is. This is God's grace. This is him working. I met you through Milan. This this is this is alignment, the power of alignment, the power of yeah. women, the power of the strength of black women. Oh, I'm invested wow. in black women. I am invested in black men. I am invested in, in, in us because mm -hmm. I have to. When I speak, I'm speaking about us because this is who I've been my whole life. I can't be nothing else than a black woman. And I am proud of it. And you should be, and and we need to, we should have more. We should aim for more. And wanting more is a choice. And there's power in having a choice. Mm. We should want that. There's power in having a choice. And freedom is in choices. So, it's all it all stems from believing. You know, belief and wanting more, and and wanting to be the best, and and, and constantly envisioning yourself doing amazing things and lifting people back up behind you. You know, to bring them on so that they can see, not just for you to be at the top because it's not fun at the top alone. You know what I mean? It's, it's not. not. So they say it's not fun, you know, and you should want all your people to be able to eat at the same table as you, you know? So it's about bringing people together, lifting people up, empowering people and believing for more because it all stems from there. Yes. There's power Absolutely. and a choice. Yes. 1, Absolutely. 
Um, Mira, I have to send you my, I'm coming out with my ebook. Yes. Send your ebook. So I definitely, definitely have to get that to you. And I wanted to let everybody know about that because I just think that if you want to be, I feel like you, if you want to be a winner, you got to study winners that look like you. Yeah. yeah. You got to, you got to study the people that remind you of you. And you also got to, I want, that's why my, my dear women like movement, dear women like me movement is so important to me because we got to see people that actually look like us to see it obtainable. I, I can't see somebody else that don't relate to me, don't look like me. And I'm saying that I can do those things because that's just not really what I can envision. But when I see the Milanos and I see the Cameron Civils and I see you and I see Cardi B's and I see Nikki's and I see all these women, I see Michelle Obama, wow, I see, wow, I see wow, these yeah. women, I see these people, I see me, I see my son, I see my men, I see my mother. Yeah. You know, so it's important to mimic is important to stalk is important to pay attention to the people that you want to you admire the people that you want to be like it's okay yeah. you got to copy the right cat right right you got to copy the right cat. and when I'm you are watching you <laughs> and i'm always, always watching, watching you china you. i'm always watching you and i'm like yo like the way that she's speaking like i'm gonna be able to i'm gonna speak like that you know what i'm saying one day like no. i've gone through so much i've had so many experiences and and with the information and the experiences that we have, you have to be able to put it in something for people to learn. And that's why I just came out with my course, my styling course, and I speak about the power and choices. I speak about lifting those back up behind you. I, everything we're talking about here, I put that in the course to be able to motivate, you know, yeah. uh, aspiring and emerging stylists, men or women, that they can do the same, you know? And, and, I'm, still so not, and I'm still not even at the pinnacle, you know? There's still no, but so you're much so more for me dope. to do. I yeah. see so much in your life. You're so dope. First of all, your personality, your being. We instantly clicked. Yeah. It was like did. that day. It was like this my sister. Like yeah. I don't know. We just like this. You know what I mean? We just yeah. clicked. And I just see so much for you. Keep using your voice. It's so much power in our voice. It's so much power. Thank you so much, China. I'm so and glad you so came on. And always Thank remember you. how beautiful you are. I mean, really beautiful. Really, Thank really beautiful. You. I love showing my daughter beautiful black woman because when she see you you know so keep going up and this is what it's about uplifting uplifting one another like not that many women you know feel comfortable telling you you're beautiful it's like you don't have to, just because they may feel like they're not as beautiful you know what i mean like we can be beautiful together mm -hmm. look we're the same complexion if, if i'm not darker you know what i mean like beautiful 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 and it's oh, like you, got, you, look, you got a different whole vibe over there girl i wish i was looking like you, you <laughs> like i got the locks and stuff you no. got i told you you are my lauren hill and naomi campbell mixed together if they it sounds crazy but if they had a kid together which is like not realistic it would be me <laughs> it would be you it i'm, play, I'm you. playing in the biopic i'm playing in the biopic of one of them that's you fact. got that's to it's, it, they have yeah. to yeah they have to um before we before we end this let me just do i like to do a fire exchange with my guests and i'm gonna say a word and then you just tell me what comes to mind okay um respect anything that comes to mind yeah just it could be one word or a phrase like what comes to mind when you hear respect owning your own life creativity being who you are unapologetically passion passion oh, that's my whole life um i think passion is not being sorry 
manifestation is your whole life everything anything wherever you want to be go we have almost thousands and thousands of negative thoughts in our mind and once you manifest those good things it will outweigh all of it so any and everything and any and everything beauty is in the eye of the beholder fashion you get to do whatever you want be whoever you want and faith is the most important part of your life without faith there's no execution is there any last words that you would like to leave for the people i mean you gave us a whole lot but is there any last things you want you want to say or what do you want people to feel from what you speak about and the work that you put out what feeling do you want them to get i, I want everyone to know that the reason why yeah. i do what i do is because awesome. i really believe that if you want to change if you want to see the world change you must be the person that's a part of the change i i want to leave with saying that when we black we born You know what I mean? We just yeah. click. The reason why yeah. I do what I do is because awesome. I really believe that if you want to change, if you want to see the world change, you must be the person that's a part of the change. I I want to leave with saying that when we black, we born blessed. That's a blessing in itself. You black. There's a different type of DNA that runs through your body. And that is a blessing. We are blessed people. Don't yes, ever we think are. we not. No matter what we go through, we are still here. Yeah. We, we, we done been through so many things and we are still here. Our mamas are alive. Our, like we've been through so much. We've been so systematically joined together and try to destroy us and we are still surviving. We are beautiful. We are amazing. It is a blessing. We are blessed, girl. Do you see this? You see this? Yeah. Do you see this? I mean, this, this melanin. Do you see, see this? This we chocolate we are yes. blessed people. We are blessed yes. people. Don't let nobody ever tell you different. You are blessed. You no are matter blessed. what your circumstances are, no matter what it is, don't let it define you. You are bigger than every moment that you've ever been in. Believe what mm. I tell you. It gets greater later. And that too shall pass. If you go know something right now, you put in your book, you put in your wallet, and you say, and this too shall pass. It will yes. all pass. Trust me. You yes. are not going to stay in, the, in that same place. You got to believe it. And when you believe, in order to heal, you got to reveal too. We you have to be good. faithful for in the place that you are in in order to be blessed with more. Absolutely. You got to be faithful to Absolutely. where you are in order to, to receive more. So just be grateful, everyone. China, you are a blessing. I'm so glad you came on here with me and Thank shared your so light with me. us. I feel Thank like you. I went to church for this last hour. Like, you really just gave thank me you like, so much. energy. Thank you so much. So thank you for thank sharing you. your time with us. And um, everyone, when did your book come out? When is your I'm actually out? working. I'm actually going. You're working on, on it now. My cover, yeah. So okay, I'll definitely let you know. Thank okay, you so you're, much. everybody, look out for her ebook. My fashion course is currently out right now. My styling course. So make sure whoever's a creative or a stylist in the making, make sure you get the link, that in the link in my bio. And thank you, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your thank day. Thank you so time. much. I love you. Bye, love. Thank you. Ooh, that was fun. That was fun. Thank you, everybody, for watching.
another episode of Creatives Exchange. I mean, she just took us to church, didn't she? She took us to church. That was amazing. Like, China is really one of the avid speakers in our generation. And y'all should follow her if you already don't. And she's constantly, constantly, constantly speaking life into her people because she strongly believes in her people. She strongly believes in um, the prosperity of, of black women and men. And yeah, she's amazing. I'm, I'm so glad to have had her on. Thank you guys for joining. Tomorrow, I have another special guest, a fashion stylist, DeAndre Tristan. I'm so excited for that live. So make sure y'all tune in again. And I appreciate y'all supporting Creators Exchange. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your day. Mwah. <laughs>